Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. If you happen to find yourself, let's say, in South America, in the country of Chile, and you were hiking through the mountains, the Andes Mountains, on the western shore of Chile with the Pacific Ocean, and you were paying attention to the things around you, you might likely see a cute little rodent called the shaggy soft-haired mouse or Abrathrix hirta. Now, if you saw this for the first time, you wouldn't think much of it. It kind of looks like a gerbil or a hamster that you might bring home from the pet store. A little bit more of a pointy nose, but they're cute little creatures with a white belly and a kind of a gray, dark, almost like a squirrel-colored coat. And again, you would see so many of them that you wouldn't think much of it. But if you were really paying attention and you hiked over the Andes Mountains from the west to the east, you would notice a difference. The mice on the western side of the Andes are large compared to the mice on the eastern side of the Andes, even though they have the exact same genetic makeup. So members of the same exact species on one side of the mountain range are large and on one side of the mountain range are relatively smaller. Scientists discovered this fact when they were looking through skulls of mice that they have a large collection of these over the years, and they were trying to explain why this might be. Now, there's all kinds of rules in nature for why you might see variation among the same kind of a creature. For example, one of these rules called Bergman's Rule explains why animals of the same species are larger in higher latitudes farther north or closer to the North Pole than others. For example, white-tailed deer in Canada are larger and bulkier than their skinny cousins in Florida. The rule says that basically when you live in a colder region, having a thicker body in relation to your surface area helps you retain heat. Ones in the southern climates, obviously it's more useful to discharge that heat because they have a thinner body. But this wasn't a north-south difference or a matter of temperature, so that didn't seem to explain it. Similarly, there were other rules like the resource rule, which says that where food is more plentiful, you tend to develop bigger versions of the animal rather than when it's scarce. You see this in deserts, for example, where desert dwellers of a certain species can be significantly smaller than their non-desert dwelling cousins. But this didn't quite seem to explain it either because the vegetation in the Andes is fairly consistent. So the scientists went back to look and they suddenly realized something. There is a phenomenon in nature called the rain shadow effect. Now you think of shadows as being the things that are left on the other side of an object from a light source. Naturally, that's what it means. So for example, if you have a big tree, the shadow effect in sunlight would be that things aren't going to tend to grow if there's a very consistent shadow behind that tree. Well, you might grow fungus, for example. There you might see mushrooms, but you're not going to see other stuff. Well, rain shadow is kind of similar. As rain clouds travel east up the Andes Mountains from the Pacific, they rise through the colder air and precipitate out. And the rain shadow is the idea that on the eastern side of the mountains, you don't get nearly as much rain coming off of the ocean. What does this mean? It means that even though the food kinds are the same, the food size and the plentiful nature of it is much greater on the western slope than it is on the eastern slope. So the reason the mice are bigger on the west is because they have far more food to eat. In and of itself, that might not seem all that significant, but here's why I find it fascinating. You're not talking about there just being more food so you grow bigger. You know, the way humans with more food grow bigger. Because we're not just talking about fatter mice. We're talking about mice with larger skulls and skeletons. You're actually talking about an environmental selection 
in favor of the mice that are more capable of competing effectively for the more abundant food. You know, when you're small in a scarcer environment, that's helpful because you don't need as much to survive. But if you're in a more plentiful environment, you actually don't do such a good job of competing against other mice who might outcompete you for the food or for the chicks, so to speak. You know, bigger means better able to reproduce, which is the ultimate goal for every organism. Or at least that's the theory. So even though these mice are all of the same genetic makeup, they could all interbreed with each other. They're one species. The environment on the west side of the mountain selects in favor of the larger ones, and the environment on the east side of the mountain selects in favor of the smaller ones. And so they've developed their own population distinctives. Now, one thing I would like to see that would be fascinating is, what if you took baby mice born on the west side and transplanted them over to the east side, and vice versa? Now, as far as the theory goes, it would seem to say that the transplanted mice would be of the wrong size for their environment. They would be too large if from the west or too small if from the east. But that would be an experiment to discover whether the phenotype being selected, that's just the collection of adaptations that an animal has, is actually being sorted through by the environment or whether it's really just a matter of more food makes fatter mice. So now you can show up at a party and when the conversation lulls, you can say, what do you guys know about the rain shadow effect? Feel free to be as cagey as you like with the answers. But in the end, you're going to wind up talking about rainfall and mice size. Very cute mice again, I want to reiterate. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.